This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. There are so many stories we're following this morning. We'll work through about 13 to 14 of them relatively quickly. And thank you for listening to the Becker Private Equity Podcast. First, J.P. Morgan recorded phenomenal profits this last quarter and showed itself again to be the leader of all the big banks. It's almost like they used to say, as GM goes or as Ford goes, so goes America. As Chase, J.P. Morgan, Chase goes, so goes America. If they end up in trouble, we're all in trouble. So that, that's sort of story number one. Second, the market dropped yesterday, uh, and we're pointing down this morning. Now they're sort of flat today, but they dropped yesterday based on inflation news. Inflation came in hotter than expected, uh, but some of the numbers weren't as bad as anticipated. This leads people that are Fed watchers to think the Fed may stay aggressive in raising rates. So that's sort of the sex rate. Third, uh, Walgreens jumped 7.5%, more than 7% yesterday, uh, and basically news of big cost-cutting efforts, and probably more importantly, the appointment of a new CEO, Tim Wentworth, who's highly regarded. Walgreens fell way, way behind CVS Health, behind United Optum, behind others in building out a provider network. They're the least diversified of these big retailers, these big companies, CVS has re- plus payers. Uh, Walgreens has retail, plus it's got some prescription benefit management business, but that business is in trouble. But again, our third, our third story is Walgreens jumped yesterday. So good news for Walgreens. Our, our fourth story, that the S&P index given up about 5% of its gains year to date in the last month or so. Uh, hopefully that recovers soon. Uh, the fifth story, the Russell 2000, it's really a small cap index. It's down about a point and a half year to date. It is very sensitive to interest rate hikes. Uh, and so you've seen it get hurt as people sort of look at the small cap companies. It's more venture-ish and more concerned about the, the discounted and expiring cash flows, especially when interest rates go up. One of my closest and smartest colleagues watches the Russell very closely, so I've been watching it more uh, to pick up on that. So those are several of the shows we're following so far. The, the next story we'll talk about is this concept of there's this concept of keep doing what you love and fun has a shelf life. Everybody's got a different experience with this, but but what I've seen is people that give up what they love earlier than they should end up often aging more quickly. So if you're going to retire early, if you're going to stop being involved in business early, going to stop your sports early, you, you better find something to replace those things. There's this concept that fun has a shelf life, but what we really think is you want to keep pursuing things that keep you engaged and busy and happy for your entire life. I've seen people retire early and age very quickly. Uh, my thought is not to do that. People talk about aging gracefully. I, I disagree with that vehemently. Keep at it. Uh, you don't have to be Rudy Giuliani and make an idiot of yourself as you get older, but you do have to keep yourself active, busy, and doing interesting things. So keep doing what you love. Fun doesn't have a shelf life. Seven story we're following today, oil is getting close again to $90 a barrel. It's some point over that, that it starts to have real repercussions for our economy. A story, China is complicated. China's got its own amount of debt, its own problems. But at the end of the day, we have to find a way to reach detente with China and figure out a way to constructively engage. Very complicated, very challenging, but we've got to figure it out. Ninth, one of the biggest problems we have in our country is our debt issue. And again, today may be an, a, a day where we do too many additional short episodes, but, but Wall Street is getting to the point where they're not sure 
they could roll over and sell all of the bonds the U.S. has to issue. If we ever get to that point, we've got a real disaster. We ought to avoid getting to that point by cutting government spending. This constant running deficits, bad for inflation, bad for everything. We've got to get out of that. As we often say, debt kills families, nations, and companies. Uh, this is a dumb and self-inflicted wound by the U.S. We've got a couple things that aren't controllable. Medicare and Social Security, very hard to control, but it means we've got to be very aggressive controlling some of the other spend that we've going on. Pants, great story in the Wall Street Journal. Hamas attacks on Israel, defy efforts to neutralize, neutralize Iran. And this is something that I find very challenging because at the end of the day, we have to find detente with China. We have no choice. The flip side is, I don't think there's a detente to be found with an ideological leadership that Iran has. And then we've got to figure out a way to totally neutralize Iran and view that as a very core goal. So until Iran is somewhat neutralized, that Middle East is just going to be a mess. Eleventh story we're following today, China is suffering from a mountain of debt. Uh, it, they've got a situation where many local provinces and communities need to be bailed up by the federal government in China. You know, they, they've got a situation we have to try and avoid in our country, and they need to find some discipline to avoid it. One of the things that's happened in these countries is our country has become too political. Democrats never want to control debt. Republicans have their own problems. They can't get their side in order, their house in order. It's become political versus problem solving. Everybody with a brain knows we have to control deficit spending and debt. Israel got to the spot where the government – it became so politicized between the left and the right, the Labor Party and the Likud, that that's how it caused the attacks, but it left them more vulnerable to it because people aren't solving problems and focusing on good government. In our country, in Israel, we need to focus on good government. China got to the spot where they were chasing growth so much that they used it through debt. They built it through debt, and that's long-term disaster. As we say often, debt kills nations, families, and companies. Again, I'm not criticizing Israel. I'm criticizing their politics. I'm not criticizing the U.S. I'm criticizing their politics. I'm a big fan of Israel's, a big fan of the U.S.'s. The U.S. has got to get its deficit under control, and Israel's got to get its security complex under control and, 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 and focused. Uh, yesterday, we did a podcast. This is our 12th story today on don't create jobs for your best friends. This one was heavily downloaded. If you have a best friend and you've got a real need for that best friend in your business, God bless. But every business runs on cash flow. You've got to get revenues along with expenses. There are a couple different concepts here. I'm the founder of a company. I've got a magnificent CEO. If I tell that CEO, Jessica, to hire one of my best friends, she might kill me. And she might kill me rightfully so. She's got to decide, is it the right hire? Do I need this person? Will they do the right job? What's the deal here? You know, and so forth. But, but my general message is don't hire your best friends. Of course, unless you really need your best friends for your business, but generally a bad idea. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a regular concept that comes up and came up in a separate discussion yesterday. We try and avoid it, that concept. 13th concept we're covering today, Walt Disney Company. Walt Disney has decided to go all in on sports gambling. This is not your father's and mother's Walt Disney, the family company. It is what it is. Finally, Ford says it's the end of its rope with UAW. What a horrible situation for the big three automakers. And lastly, Kaiser Permanente and its nurses seem to have reached a tentative agreement on getting that nurses strike over and people back to work and the strikes over. God bless both the nursing community and Kaiser Permanente. What a challenging job they have. Thank you for listening to the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Thank you very much.